Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we have founder of Dental Detox, Dr. Caitlin Zazowski. an actual silver filling bottle that dentists use and this is the mercury component and if you guys know anything about mercury this cannot be opened the person that gave it to me was like you can't throw it out you know don't dump it down the sink because it's an environmental toxin but i wanted this because it says right on the bottle how toxic this material is that they put in our mouths so right up here it says poison and then there's a skull and crossbones and it says ingestion may cause death. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper. Howdy. Great to be here with you today to bring Dr. Caitlin Zazowski on the show for the first time. She's brilliant. She works with her husband, Dr. Niles, and we are colleagues, all three of us, with Dr. Pompa's organization, teaching those around the world how to achieve real root cause health. On this episode, you are going to be blown away by how connected everything is in the body, specifically what goes on in your mouth. Did you know that your mouth could be kicking you out of ketosis? Did you know that your mouth can be causing inflammation and preventing the amazing results that you should be getting with keto and fasting? We're gonna get into root canals. If you have a root canal, you're going to really want to hear this episode. Silver fillings, cavitations. If you've never heard that word, this is a must. And other hidden stressors we talk about that are preventing the body from healing. So Dr. Caitlin's going to share her story and what she had to go through when she uncovered her hidden stressors in her mouth, her cavitation surgery. She shares about the bottle of mercury that is sent to the dental office that is put into our mouths via silver amalgam fillings. And she's going to read that ingredient list and what it says on there. It's going to blow your mind and so much more. So I can't wait to share Dr. Caitlin with you. But not only that, we're going to talk about solutions. What are the questions to ask your dentist? First of all, how do you find the right dentist? And then what questions to ask them so you know they ha actually have been keeping up with the research? Dr. Caitlin has done so much research into dental health, and she has a great website, dentaldetox.com, a great Facebook page, and just so much great content she's putting out there, her YouTube channel. I'm going to put links for all of that in the notes of this podcast, and you're going to love Dr. Caitlin, so just stand by. I'm going to bring her on soon. Before I do, I want to acknowledge you, Keto Camper, for choosing this podcast. Thank you. We are on a mission here at Keto Camp to educate and inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth, and we're so grateful you chose this podcast out of all the options out there. You're here with us today, and if you're brand new, welcome. 
I'm giving you a digital hug right now. Please consider hitting that subscribe button. We release two to three brand new episodes of the Keto Camp Podcast every single week. We put a lot of energy and resources into the show. So if you are an avid listener and you have not left the show a rating and review yet, please do so as it helps the show grow and reach more people. So leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That is the preferred platform for leaving a review. Take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast and shoot me a tag at the Benazadi at Keto Camp Official and shoot Dr. Caitlin a tag over at Dr. So Dr. Caitlin. Zazowski uh, on Instagram. I'll put her handle down below because her last name's a little difficult to spell. I'll put her handle. So shoot us all a tag on Instagram. And when I see it, I'll share it. We'll get some other keto campers following you back. I do want to remind you that I have a best selling book called My Intermittent Fasting Cheat Sheet. On this book, I provide or actually list the top 20 questions on intermittent fasting that I've been receiving since I started teaching and practicing fasting back in 2013. So I have compiled the top 20 questions on fasting. Chances are you have a lot of these questions. And then I answer all these questions with science, with experience, and with actual practical ways to get this addressed. And if you want a free digital download of my best-selling book instead of purchasing it on Amazon, head over to www dot fasting cheat sheet dot com that's www.fastingcheatsheet.com for a free download of this book if you want to watch the video version of this interview with dr caitlin head over to youtube.com slash keto camp and you can check that out after you listen to the audio version if you're struggling to find the right foods on your ketogenic lifestyle I highly recommend you check out Kettle & Fire's new lineup of keto soups. They are delicious, they live up to my high standards of quality ingredients, and they'll help you accelerate your ketogenic results. Visit kettleandfire.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout for a 15% off. That is kettleandfire.com slash ketocamp. All right, let's talk all things dental health with Dr. Caitlin. Dr. Caitlin Zazowski, DCCFMPCACCP, is a doctor of chiropractic and certified functional medicine practitioner with extensive training in women's health, pregnancy, and children. The reason for all of the extra training was due to the fact that Dr. Caitlin's health began to deteriorate after opening up her first office with her husband, Niles. And she'll get into her story shortly. Dr. Caitlin is hugely passionate about finding the root cause of one's health issues and developing a safe and effective plan to reversing their symptom and restore their quality of life. Dr. Caitlin does this by working with one-on-one -on -one with select individuals along with educating the masses through the Women in Wellness podcast, speaking engagements, and social media avenues. Dr. Caitlin Zazowski, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Yeah, it's an honor. We uh, work together. You're a colleague of mine, and I just love the work that you're doing. And we're going to talk all about the mouth today. We're going to talk about hidden stressors, mercury, silver fillings, cavitation, and what the heck is a cavitation, and why somebody might be struggling to get the results they want on keto and fasting. And this might be exactly what the missing piece is. So before we get to that, please share your story. How did you get involved with what you're doing today? 
it honestly was mine and my husband's own struggles. So my husband and I were both traditionally trained chiropractors who went above and beyond. So I became pregnancy and pediatric certified. But then early on in practice, about 10 years ago, my health started failing for no apparent reason and everything came back normal. So all the labs showed within range, everything was fine. And I was just told to de-stress. I was just too stressed out. And that drives me more nuts and more crazy than anything out there because de-stress really, come on, like, what does that mean? And for me, it was hormone imbalances. So I was never able to have a healthy menstrual cycle, meaning without pain. I was always regular, but there was always pain, like excruciating pain. And it was when my husband all of a sudden in a month's time put on 30 pounds and we exercise, we eat well. So this like 30 pound weight gain out of nowhere was like, what in the world? And so when we finally started dissecting things, we figured things out like leaky gut and we figured things out like liver congestion and we figured out like thyroid hormone was fine, but figured out some of those things and we got a little better, but we plateaued. And I was at a seminar when somebody started talking about the mouth and it brought me back to all of the crazy dental work that I had done from a young kid. And then my husband. So my husband had a silver filling that we then removed and he got a little better And our biological dentist was like, we got to remove the crown because there's going to be a silver filling under there. And he's like, no, 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 no. Our dentist told us that like the dentist that put the crown on told us, no, there's no silver filling under there. We didn't put it. So we put it off for a little while. And when it got to the point where his crown needed to be replaced, she popped it off and there was a massive silver filling amalgam under there. And once that was removed, he was actually able to finally like completely lose the weight. You know, like the group that we hang around and everyone's like, what happened to you? How do you have facial hair and long hair now? Because my husband was never able to grow facial hair. He always looked swollen no matter what he did. And we're pretty diligent with our diet. So it was just like to see that was unbelievable. And then my story was I've had more teeth pulled than I've lost. And pulling teeth, especially adult teeth, can be extremely problematic because they don't remove the ligament that holds the teeth in. So then your body doesn't know to fill in that hole with more bone. And that's actually what happened to me. I had four extremely bad cavitations where my wisdom teeth were. And I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Like I had them take out um, a sample to send to the lab because I wanted to know what gross like ickiness was like festering in my jaw. And it was terrible. So that's really what brought me down this path. And needless to say, my hormones are completely balanced now. I have no issues with like menstrual cycles, nothing like that. But it took me going all the way back to looking at my mouth and looking at my husband's mouth to figure that out. And so the mouth can actually be an extremely prominent source of both hidden infections, inflammation, and toxic material. And it's not just silver fillings, unfortunately. 
Yeah, unfortunately it's not. So let's talk about what is a cavitation? I'm sure somebody listening right now is hearing that word for the first time. So what exactly is a cavitation? So what a cavitation is, it's very similar to the word cavity. So cavity is a hole in your tooth. A cavitation is a hole in bone. And so in this case, it's a hole in your jawbone. So what people and dentists and researchers have found is that in 88% of all wisdom teeth removed, and most people have all four removed, there's going to be a cavitation that forms. And all that means is your gums heal in. They like close up. But underneath where that tooth was, it never fills in with healthy bone. Instead, what it fills in with is like this gangrene, like soupy material full of parasites and bacteria and lime and heavy metals and all sorts of really like nasty, nasty material that can wreak havoc on your health. So it's kind of like a cave for these nasty bacteria and toxins to go out and just hide out and cause havoc. Yep. And they have free reign to go anywhere in your body. That's the worst part. So if somebody has, let's say they're having some gut issues, could that be a result of a cavitation? Oh my goodness, guys, 100%. Because guess what? Our mouth is literally the gateway to our gut. It is one big long tube. So what's happening in your mouth absolutely can transfer to the gut because we're swallowing, we're aspirating, we're breathing it in. So that can go into our lungs and then go elsewhere. But then the other thing is what's happening in our gut can actually move up and cause dysbiosis in our mouth. So it's really uh, what's happening at one end can absolutely affect the other. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, so let's talk about the problems with cavitations and then we'll talk about how to, how to look for one and how to get a, the right testing. What are some of the other problems that can occur with cavitations? What's happening in the body with cavitations? What else? Well, the big problem with cavitations is it is a constant stressor on your immune system because what it's doing is it's constantly triggering your immune system to create either lymphocytes, neutrophils, basocells, monocytes, depending on what infection is there. And so that constant trigger is long-term suppressing your immune system's response because it's in that cave. It's kind of like, I like the the cat and mouse idea where a mouse goes into a little hole in the house and the cat can't quite get it because the cat's too big. Well, the same thing can happen with our immune system. If we don't have the ability to get up in there and break it down, what it's doing is it's driving inflammation, it's driving immune system, it's suppressing immune system, it's, it's literally wreaking havoc on your gut on your lymphatic system, on your spleen, on your liver, which then can potentially go to like your heart and cardiovascular system as well. So you had a cavitation. How many cavitations did you have? Four. Four. I had four really bad ones. The upper were pretty typical. The bottom ones were so big that the one on my left side So we have this nerve that goes through our jaw that allows us to feel. Like it uh, provides sensation to our skin. It provides sensation to our gums so that we can feel like hot and cold. And my cavitation got so bad because think about it. When you remove a tooth and the bacteria replicate and they're creating waste because bacteria and parasites, they're living beings. So they excrete waste just like we do it expands and it 
ends up breaking down other healthy bone around it. And that's exactly what was happening to me. It actually went and was starting to make its way underneath that nerve. And the oral surgeon was actually worried that one, they were going to sever my nerve just from holding it to try and clean it out. But then two, they were worried that if they took out as much of the necrotic bone, the dead bone that they needed to, that they might break my jaw. So most people aren't that bad. I'm the type of person, if I'm going to do it, you know, go all out. But most people aren't that bad. And so that was what I was dealing with, two really bad ones and then two uppers. And the nice thing is I learned a lot from dealing with my infections, knowing what to do with other people. And the nice thing about it too is because we run in the same circles, you have that same um, access to that information as well. So I'd rather learn on me than somebody else, I suppose. Yeah, live it to lead it, right? Perfect example. 100%. So let's say somebody suspects that they might have a cavitation, which you said 88% chance if you've had just one wisdom tooth pulled out. Is that what it is? Yep. So the chance of having a cavitation with the spots of the wisdom teeth is 88%. And as you move forward, so as you move into your molars and then you move into your like bicuspids and then you move into your canine incisors, the percentage starts to go down. But the overall percentage of having an adult tooth pulled and it resulting in a cavitation is 77%. So you have a 77% chance of having infected jawbone if you've had a tooth pulled anywhere in your body if it's not pulled properly so that being said there is a right way to do it to prevent the cavitation from forming so how do you test for this is it just a standard x-ray or is there something more than that yeah that would be nice that would be too easy (laughs) so unfortunately standard x-rays will not show infected jawbone it's not going to show even an infected root canal tooth So x-rays are not the way to go. X-rays are great to show, you know, cavities in teeth, cracks in teeth, that kind of thing. But when you're looking for actual infections, you've got to go with a cone beam. And what a cone beam is, it's a 3D scan. So it's more like, well, it's a CAT scan, essentially, of your jaw. So when uh, the dentist or the radiologist is doing it, they really should be getting upper maxillary sinuses all the way down so that we can be looking at the full spectrum of your oral health. Because unfortunately, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, problems in our mouth can cause tonsil problems, they can cause sinus problems, and it can cause a breakdown of cervical vertebrae if that infection is translocating, so it's moving to other areas like you know, Dr. Pompa, unfortunately, dealt with. Yeah, with his neck, right? He had issues with his Mm -hmm. neck from that, yeah. So it's called a 3D cone beam scan. Now, how do you find that? How do you find the right dentist for all this? Uh, Yeah, so unfortunately, just like every single doctor, not all doctors are created equal. Not all dentists are created equal. Most dentists are taught in school that root canals are fine, mercury fillings are fine, that the mouth is like its own little unit, but look at the tongue for cancers, you know, like very basic, but it's very mouth oriented. Like they don't really concern themselves with the systemic effects. 
Whereas biological dentists or holistic dentists, what they do is they're actually looking at the mouth as, okay, this is happening here, what's causing it? Or if this is happening here, what is causing or what's the problems happening downstream? Could this be affecting gut function? Could this be causing cardiovascular issues? Could this be causing somebody's inability to lose weight or to be able to get into ketosis or to regulate blood sugar? So a holistic dentist has a whole bunch of additional training, just much like yourself and me. Um, we've gone above and beyond to try and make sure that we are up to date on the the most recent, safest, and effective way to help clients out. So a few ways to look is to go on a few websites. So one of the websites is iaomt.org. Another one is iabdm.org. But truthfully, you still have to interview the office when you call before you set up an appointment. And so depending on what it is that you're going in for, are you worried about having cavitations? Are you worried about other infections? There would be a separate set of questions that you would want to ask that particular office. If you're going in for a silver filling removal, there'd be a whole other set of questions that you would need to ask just to make sure that they're equipped to both protect you and to protect themselves. But those websites would be where I would start with. And if they want that website or the website, the checklist kind of thing, we'll figure out a way to get them to your listeners. Yeah. Uh, just give me the link for it and I'll put it in the notes of this. So they're looking for a holistic dentist. They're going to search those websites. What are the specific questions to ask that dentist when it comes to cavitations? And then we'll get to the questions to ask about the silver fillings when we talk about that section. So a few of the big questions, because I hear this all the time, like, oh, I got a cone beam and I've had all four wisdom teeth removed and everything's fine. I'm like, well, that's a miracle. Unless you had your wisdom teeth removed by a biological dentist, the likelihood is slim to none, unfortunately. It's pretty rare for that to happen. Oh, extremely. And I really wish that I was able to say the likelihood is extremely high. You know, the likelihood of having a cavitation is really low, but unfortunately, that's just not reality. So the first thing is making sure that they have a cone beam scanner because the last thing you want them to do is just like, drill and see if it falls in. So ultimately, the way that dentists used to look for cavitations is it was like, um, they just go to the area and drill in and see if the drill would just like drop into a hole. And if you were off by a millimeter, you wouldn't catch it, right? Because you're not hitting that like soupy, like mixture, you're still hitting the healthy jawbone. So making sure that they run a cone beam the other thing that I would ask is, do you send the cone beam out to a radiologist to get read? Or do you have the appropriate software to actually read the cone beam? Because the software, it's literally a 3D scan. So you have to be able to manipulate it and move it so that you can see what is actually happening. Because truthfully, the oral surgeon for my upper, the cone beam didn't really show them to be that bad even with manipulating it. And he tried talking me out of it. And I was like, look, dude, if I got infections in my mouth, we are getting these out. I don't care how small they are. So you're opening me up. I'm paying you for this. Like we're getting them out. And when he did it, he goes, I'm actually really glad that you told me that this is what you want to do. It turns out that they were bigger than what the cone beam was showing. So, you know, making sure that they have the software to manipulate it 
and then understand that even if a small infection is showing that there's a potential that it's going to end up being actually bigger than what the scan is showing. Yeah, great suggestions right there. I know one of the Keto Camp Academy members, Laura Painter, is watching the live stream. She has an appointment next week for a cone beam. So she's asked those questions, Laura, that you have some great data right there. Let's transition now into silver fillings. This is something I know a lot about because when I was a kid, I had eight tiny little silver fillings put into my mouth and I had it in my mouth for over 20 years. So what exactly are in silver fillings and why is it such a problem? So this is such a touchy subject for a lot of people. So it's a touchy subject for dentists that do it. And it's a touchy subject for people that have it because you know, there's a lot of people waking up to silver fillings and the fact that silver fillings are really called silver because of the color, not because of majority of the material. So unfortunately, most of our silver fillings are going to be somewhere between 45 and 55% mercury by weight. So the larger the filling, the more mercury you have. And then the rest of the composition is going to be between silver, copper, tin, and zinc. And it's typically goes in that order from highest to lowest concentration. And so depending on where your dentist sources or gets their uh, silver filling material from, there's going to be a little bit of leeway between the exact amounts um, because of proprietary blends. But somewhere between 45 and 55%. For mercury, yeah. And then silver will be between 15 and 30. Copper will be between 3 and 30. Tin's right around 10. And then zinc is about 1%. And the problem with it is most people know mercury is, it's a neurotoxin. It's one of the most highly toxic substances on earth. And we go ahead and put it in our mouth. But here's the crazy part is dentists go, well, it's really not a problem because as soon as we bind it, so mercury is a liquid and I'll show you guys mercury in a second. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. It'll be, it'll be all safe. (laughs) A safe way to show it. Yeah. (laughs) And then the silver, tin, copper, and zinc is going to be an alloy mixture. So that's really like a, like a powder mixture. And so what they do is they combine them and once they harden the, that like soupy mixture in your mouth, they're told that everything's safe, it's inert, that that mercury is not going anywhere. Well, unfortunately, that's not true. What happens is our silver fillings off-gas. And what off-gassing means is it's literally just releasing vapors anytime you aggravate the filling. So if you brush your teeth, which I hope everyone's doing at least twice a day, you're creating an off-gas. If you get a dental cleaning, you're creating an off-gas. If you're if you're drinking coffee, if you're uh, crunching on food, yeah, uh, that's Chewing off-gas. Gum. Chewing gum, grinding yeah. your teeth, um, which a lot of people do at night. They they grind their teeth, and so all of that friction that's happening on that filling is causing it to off-gas, and that off-gas is really the problem. So, you know, anything between well, the silver filling can lose between, let's just assume it's 50%. We'll cut the difference in the middle. They found that in five-year, seven-year, and 11-year-old fillings that that mercury content has dropped to anywhere between 27 and 35%. So where does that mercury go? I know where it goes, but you tell the audience where it goes. (laughs) 
Oh, so it goes to either our brain or nerves or our fat cells. And this is why so many people, so many of my clients, they're f- struggling big time, big time to lose the weight because their body just cannot hear the signals. They're so inflamed. And why that happens is that off-gassing from the mercury. So, you know, what most people don't understand is the two times that you were exposed to the most amount of mercury is the day that it's placed and the day that it's removed, which is why it's so important to have those silver fillings removed properly because I've seen way too many people downward spiral You know, I tell people all the time, it's safer to leave the mercury in your mouth, those silver fillings in your mouth, than have a traditionally trained dentist down the street take them off. Or or even if they go to a holistic dentist, if they don't prepare for it ahead of time, if they're really, their downstream pathways are shut down, right? It it could be dangerous, like you just said. 100%, because what ends up happening is that everything ends up backing up. And really, it's just chemistry. It's concentration gradients. So your body is used to having a constant source of mercury. And one of the interviews you did, I was so excited to hear somebody else talk a little bit, a little bit about mercury, was saying that anywhere between five and about nine nanograms is released per day per filling. So most people have more than one silver filling. And so your body's used to that constant release of mercury, which means your concentration's higher. And as soon as you remove that source, everything has to shift. And when things shift, that's when symptoms happen. So ultimately, things are just moving. It's not like they're leaving your body. They're just moving from one area to another. And so making sure that your detoxification pathways like your liver, your lymphatics, your kidneys, your gut, that you're pooping, all of those are open so that you can properly eliminate any of the toxins that are going to be shifting and moving, not to mention any of the toxins that you're exposed to during the removal process gets out versus gets stuck. Yeah, and I want to talk more about that, more about the hypothalamus pituitary's role in this. But before we do, show the, uh, you have a bottle of mercury. You have a bottle of mercury. So if you're watching it on YouTube, you could see it, but Dr. Caitlin's going to read what it says on the back of this bottle of mercury. So what are you holding up right there? So this is an actual silver filling bottle that dentists use, and this is the mercury component. And if you guys know anything about mercury, this cannot be opened. The person that gave it to me was like, you can't throw it out. You know, don't dump it down the sink because it's an environmental toxin. But I wanted this because it says right on the bottle how toxic this material is that they put in our mouse. So right up here, it says poison. And then there's a skull and crossbones. And it says ingestion may cause death. That's the very first line. So ingesting this material could cause death. And then it says neurotoxic, nephrotic problems can happen. Inhalation can cause bronchitis, you know, pneumonia, edema, irritant. It can be an irritant to your skin and eyes. Acute exposure may cause redness and irritation. Possible visual disturbances keep out of reach of children. And here, not for food or drug use. But we're putting this in our mouth. And... To me, this is just crazy. Like the fact that this is still happening is not okay. And part of the problem that most people don't understand is the reason dentists don't know any different is everybody responds differently. It's not like mercury toxicity is going to look the exact same in everybody. But here's the kicker. 
all of those other fillers in that material, the silver, the copper, the tin, the zinc, can all cause immune system reactions. So what was found is that like 90% of people have uh, an immune reaction to mercury, 66% have it to silver, 95% have it to copper, 62 have it to tin, and 94 have it to zinc. So you might be reacting to that silver filling. Maybe it's not the mercury you're reacting to. Granted, that mercury is still off-gassing and going to your pituitary. You could be reacting to something else. And so ultimately, what that tells me is there's no part of that dental material that's safe for anybody to have if over 95% of people are going to react to some component in it. Yeah, and I want to just stop real quick and let the audience know that towards the end of this interview, we're going to have solutions and we're going to help you understand how amazing the human body is. So it's not all doom and gloom. We're just presenting the problem and then we're going to explain how amazing your body is. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat-burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy, so you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Hey, here's an argument that somebody might be saying, yeah, my dentist said that has been disproven. Mercury is fine because we've done blood tests on those with silver fillings and it does not show up in the bloodstream. So it's perfectly safe. What would you say to that? I'd say they're 100% correct. If you were testing for an acute massive exposure. So if I dumped this and I was cleaning it up, I would have mercury in my blood because it was an acute um, exposure. What's happening with silver fillings is it's not acute. It's a chronic exposure. And that chronic exposure literally goes into our fat cells in our brain. And the reason um, that happens is actually a bacteria in our mouth that everybody has. It's part of our healthy microbiome. But Streptococcus mutans is the bacteria. What it does is it attaches a methyl group to the elemental mercury. So the mercury that's in our silver fillings is elemental. 
what that bacteria does is it attaches a methyl group, which makes the mercury methyl mercury now. And methyl mercury has an affinity for brain and nerves. So that methyl mercury doesn't go into our blood. It literally goes and finds a place in typically our pituitary gland, which is our master controller. It controls every hormone in our body for the most part. And including fat burning hormones, anti-aging hormones, feel good hormones. 100% leptin is one of the big ones. Thyroid, insulin, it's, it's a big one. And so that's why those blood tests don't work. If you're going to test, which truthfully, I've gotten away from testing clients anymore. I know if you have silver fillings, you have mercury toxicity, plain and simple. Yeah, well, because the only way to know how, well, I shouldn't say to know, but the only way, the only accurate test is what? Oh, it's a urine challenge test. And I get a whole lot of flack from it because they're like, all you're doing is you're chelating it and you can make people worse. Yes, if you do it wrong. That's why you've got to work with somebody that knows how to actually do the test properly because you don't just take a mega dose of like DMSA, and then just stop, of course, you will be causing recirculation. you got to continue to take that dose for a few days after to decrease redistribution. And that way you're getting the most accurate measurement because guys, mercury from your brain and your nerves is super deep and it's held on tight. It's not coming out for like fun. you got to like force it to come out. Well, even with the urine challenge and you do DMSA, you do it the right way, Stephanie Seneff's, Seneff's work have shown that the glyphosate pushes it even deeper inside the tissue. So you can't even get all of it with that test. So the only, the, the most accurate way to do is with a brain biopsy and nobody's going to do that. But the studies show the amount of mercury in the mouth is proportional to the amount of mercury in the brain. Right, Caitlin? Yep. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And the amount of mercury in your mouth is proportionate to the amount of mercury in your baby. If you're pregnant with that baby with silver fillings. So it's passed down through utero. Uh, that's yep. that toxic, the generational toxicity. So let's pivot here, still on mercury, but the hypothalamus pituitary. Like, Because my audience, the keto campers, they're doing keto. They're doing it healthy the, the way that I teach them. They're doing fasting. Yet some of them are still getting results slowly or they're not getting the results that they want. And there's usually an upstream cost. So how does this relate to results on keto and fasting? Oh my goodness. So I see this all the freaking time where people are doing such a good job at making sure they're eating low carb and they're eating less than 20 grams of carbs per day and they're making sure their good quality fats are up and they've taken out snacking and they're doing all of these amazing things yet they can't lose the weight or they still have the joint pain or they still have brain fog and it's because that mercury has accumulated in the pituitary gland, which controls thyroid. So thyroid is one of the hormones that will help control and regulate metabolism. It will control leptin, which is our fat burning hormone. So that's the hormone that goes and says, oh, look at all this amazing fat we have to burn. You know, you're not hungry. We're not going to release ghrelin. You know, we're just going to burn the fat and use ketones instead. And so when your body doesn't have that ability, because either that communication is broken from the pituitary down, it's just like the breaker switch is flipped, or your fat cells are so toxic that your body's like, uh-uh, we're not releasing any fat, because if we lose the fat, we're going to release the toxins. 
and your body can't handle that toxic burden. So your body's literally saving your life going, "Mm, nope, like we're just going to hold off and we'd rather you be fat than dead. So that's the body's amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. It's unbelievable. It is literally saving your life, albeit frustrating and causing, you know, other long-term complications, but that's not what your body cares about. Your body just cares about right now. What do we got to do right now to be alive? So all it wants to do is survive. Like you just said, that's the number one priority of the body. So it's so, it's so amazing that it will not burn fat. If it knows you have those toxins and you cannot deal with that fat, it'll store that fat and hold on to that fat. So let's talk about the solutions here. We know it's important to get the amalgams removed the right way. Same thing. We're going to look at that website. We're going to find those holistic, the holistic dentist. What are some questions to ask that dentist so we know it's the right fit for this removal? Right. So like a few things, like, do you use non-latex gloves and a barrier? Do you have a mercury separator? Do you use a charcoal solution? And honestly, that's not even the most important because you should be working with another practitioner who should give you charcoal, a healthy charcoal. Do they completely drape you? Are they completely gas masked up? Do you have your own source of oxygen so you're not breathing in uh, the mercury vapors from drilling it out? Do you remove mercury uh, fillings in chunks, um, like in big chunks versus like little pieces? So those are just a few of them. There's there's a whole list that really should be covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I had mine removed the right way, it was like a hazmat place, right? I was I had the, the nasal oxygen. They were covered. They had that vacuum sucking out the, the mercury. I did two visits, four on one side, four on the other side. So those are all things that you want to look for when it comes to the uh, silver fillings. But before that, you want to make sure you work with the practitioner to help open up downstream detox pathways, deliver the kidney, the cold and make your appointment. Now, let's say this. They got the actual fillings removed. And I hear this all the time. Oh, I had fillings, but I had them removed. I should be okay. Are they okay now? Well, they don't have that constant source of mercury. So that's good. That's awesome. Yep. The problem is you still have that bioaccumulation of mercury. So the entire time that you had that filling in your mouth, it was off-gassing. And that off-gas has made a home somewhere. And just by having your silver fillings removed doesn't make that mercury leave your body. If anything, it may cause it to shift a little bit because of concentration gradients. And I hear this a lot. Like I felt okay. And then a few months later, I started feeling really crummy again. And that tells me things are just shifting. Like things are moving from one spot to another. So making sure that you find a practitioner that can help you properly detox because there's a lot of cons to improper heavy metal detox and that's not something anybody should ever mess with so making sure that you go in and you create that concentration gradient by starting to clean up some of the heavy metal that's accumulated in your organs so you know your liver your kidney your spleen your gut And then once you started to remove that, and that's going to vary per person depending on what else they have going on because everybody really should be doing a customized approach. But then you go into the brain and start to remove that buildup of mercury from the pituitary gland. And that is where it takes 
years. It's, it doesn't happen months. My husband has been detoxing mercury from his brain for four years now. And it's something that you don't just do it four years straight, don't get me wrong, but you got to come back and do it every now and then to re-pull because things will come from higher concentration to lower. Well, you, what Caitlin just said is years, not months, okay? Years, not months. But don't let that discourage you because that doesn't mean you're not going to feel better each time you do a cycle. I, I'm personally as well, I'm, I'm finishing up, uh, I think this is my sixth brain phase, right? I'm on, I'm doing a 410 cycle. I'm on the fourth day here and I, I you know, I, I feel it. I, I have just have brain fog. It's like the toxins coming out. I just don't feel 100%, which is a good thing. It's, it's showing me that the toxins are moving out. It's working. But I can tell you this, uh, I'm about a year and a half into the detox and I feel so much better and I still have a ways to go. I had these eight silver fillings for 20 plus years. So it's years, not months, but the more you do it, each time you do a cycle, you just feel better and better and better. And the human body is so amazing. It doesn't matter if you're 21 years old listening to this or watching this right now, or you're 91 years old, you continue to remove the interference and the body will heal. So speak more to that. Maybe some stories you can share what, how amazing the body is when you start removing the interference. Oh my goodness. So some of the stuff that I hear is like, I can actually get into ketosis in a day now instead of taking four days of like partial fasting or, you know, I can get into ketosis day one of water fasting instead of day three of water fasting. I don't get kicked out of ketosis. I'm not waking up with like elevated blood sugars and my ketones stay stuck. And that happens for most people within the first few months of actually doing heavy metal detox properly and having the silver fillings removed. The other thing that happens is like that brain fog just lifts. And then when the brain fog starts to set in again, that's, that's my indication like, oh, I just need another brain phase uh, to pull it out because again, it's just moving. But brain fog clears up, digestion improves, energy improves, hormones balance. So women who are struggling with like menopause or even like menstrual cycles, that tends to calm down a whole lot when you get to the source of the problem, not to mention thyroid start to regulate because of the communication. So when your brain has better communication with your body, your body can actually treat you better and respond appropriately versus reacting instead of being in reactive mode. And then weight loss is one of those like very first things where they're finally able to start to drop some of the weight with relative ease based on everything else that they've done up to that point. Yeah, because that's now a side effect, the weight loss of getting healthy, of, of uh, reducing cellular inflammation. Now your, your hormones could actually communicate and attach to these cell receptor sites and it could do its job. Your mitochondria could burn fat. So you start to produce more energy, start to feel good. And then the symptoms you've been dealing with, they go away uh, by default, by side effects. So that's what we teach is very different than the conventional approach because they'll teach you, okay, let's, you know, put a Band-Aid on a symptom or let's hit that mole with the hammer and another mole pops up, but it's not getting to the root cause. How important is it to detox properly? We have to get to the cell at a cellular level, which you talked about, but how important is it to get into ketosis and utilize fasting and block fasting in combination with detox? Oh my gosh. So the difference between utilizing ketosis, fasting, block fasting is really creating cellular variability 
the problem is even with uh, like detoxing, our body gets into a routine and it goes, okay, this is what happens. And then it just stops working. So that's why like cycling detox is so important, like the on off phases. And I'm sure you've talked about that with your keto campers in the past. So I'm sure most of them understand that. And if not, they can ask you because you understand it. But then making sure that we're not intoxicating ourselves more with the foods that we're eating. So making sure our carbs are low. Grains are completely useless to us for the most part. We get almost no nutritional value from them. Some people argue we get B vitamins and not the way that they're cultivated now. And you brought up Stephanie Sennett. Most grains are sprayed with glyphosate. So if we're eating conventionally grown foods, all we're doing is we're driving our toxins deeper. So making sure that the foods that we're eating is also very clean. But the ketosis, what ketosis does is it's a cleaner burn. So you're not relying on sugar, which is ultimately, we only need it as like a storage unit per se. So we have stored glycogen and we use that but ultimately, we really want to burn ketones because ketones are a much cleaner burn. Our body can actually utilize them a whole lot better than sugar. Sugar burns just really dirty. And when we have excess sugar, that's when hormones will go out of whack too, like diabetes, like metabolism issues, like leptin, all of those other things. So making sure that you're cycling your food, not just between ketosis and you know, block fasting, but also seasonally. So like we're coming up to summer, eat some more fruits, you know, get out of ketosis so that when you come back in your body's like, oh my goodness, like what is this? Because we got to switch it up. Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it did. I love it. It's all about variation, right? Supplements, different keto foods. We're about to do in my Keto Camp Academy, a 30-day carnivore experiment, oh. right? So that's another way <laughs> That's another way of, of mixing things up, right? So we're doing it for the month of that's June. That's awesome. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know how it goes. The next question is, or the next thing I want you to share is, where, where can they find out more about your information? Where's the best place to check you out? So you can go to thedentaldetox.com. There's a lot of really great information on the website. You can find me on Facebook, Dr. Kalen Zazowski. And because of my dear friend, Ben, I am now starting a YouTube channel so that I can share more of this information and make sure that I get into, or people understand, like, okay, how does that cavitation really spread everywhere? Like, how does that even make sense? How can an infection here in our jaw go to our heart or go to our gut? So that's the, that's the other place. Yeah, we didn't even scratch the surface on all the things oh, that cavitations and we didn't even talk about root canal. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend you go check out Dr. Caitlin's work. I'm going to put links for all of her work in the notes of the podcast and the YouTube video. And then also your Women in Wellness podcast is fantastic. I, I was on there. I like how you're doing a series now, like focusing on an organ uh, and going deep into, in, into that, inside of that. So it's not just for women. I listen to that podcast all the time. I was on there. You I can just to... tune out the hormone part. <laughs> exactly. Show. I want you to show your shirt for those who are watching. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I love ketosis. And actually, a joke before my husband, before we found the 
uh, silver filling under his crown, he could never get into ketosis. Whereas me, for the most part, I didn't have a problem. I've never had a silver filling. I had other issues with my mouth. Um, but so don't read the bottom part if you were offended. Um, there we go. I'm in ketosis and then it has a B word. <laughs> B. Um, awesome shirt. I love the shirt. And yeah. ketosis, honestly, is a life changer health wise. But making sure that you go in and out, you don't want to just stay in ketosis because that's when you start to shut other pathways down. And I know we talk about that. Yeah, exactly. I call it keto flexing. Dr. Pompa calls it diet variation, feast famine cycle. So exactly. Uh, I love the alignment here with our group. I highly recommend everybody listening and watching to go check out Dr. Caitlin's work. Your, your Facebook page is great. I was actually watching a lot more videos this week to prep for today's interview. And you do drawings of of you know illustrations of the teeth and the mouth hey it's better than what i would do i am a terrible <laughs> artist <laughs> i am too but you know what it, it, the message gets across better that way you do a great job at it so i want to acknowledge you uh dr caitlin i'm grateful to be on this mission with you i love your energy i first saw you speak in boca where when i first saw dr pompa speak and i remember you sharing about cavitations back then i think it was maybe three, a little over three years ago now. And I was, that was actually the first time I actually took a deep dive into cavitations. And it was partly because of your share. You shared about your surgery and all that you were going through at that moment. And uh, I, I remember feeling connected to you, even though I didn't know you back then. And now I'm grateful to be, to know you and to be a part of this mission with you and your husband, Dr. Niles, and everybody else that's in our platinum group. So you're showing up consistently. I learned that you do you and your podcast and your work. And I really enjoyed today's conversation. And I believe everybody else who listened and watched as well. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And you are truly an inspiration. You just give, 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 give. And I love that one thing that you do for all of your followers is you give them a wide variety of information that they can choose what feels right and fits right for them. So I just hope that I didn't scare all of your listeners. Guys, It's there. there is brightness at the end of the tunnel. I promise. It's not all doom and gloom. It's not. It's not. And you gave them some solutions. And go check her out to find out more because if there's more solutions out there and the body's amazing and you explained it well, it's important to understand how serious this is because once you have that awareness, then it's going to inspire people to actually take action on it. If, if people think that silver fillings, yeah, they're bad, but they're, you know, it's okay. It's not causing that much damage. They're probably not going to take action on it. So it's important to understand how serious it is. It's, it is very serious, but also the body is a amazing so you can heal no matter how old you are no matter how far back you think you are the body can heal we see it all the time so thank you again for today thank you so much well all right i hope that conversation was very informative to you i imagine it was you learned about the right test to get 3d cone beam scan the right way to find a dentist the right questions to ask I'm going to put links and resources and everything we mentioned down in the notes of this podcast. We have Rachel, our podcast notes extraordinaire, who puts it all together for you. So go check out those notes. Go check out Dr. Caitlin's work, her website, dentaldetox.com, her Facebook, her YouTube channel. It's all down in the notes below. If you know somebody who's struggling with dental issues, this is a game changer. This episode, you got to go forward it to them. Take a little copy and paste text. There should be a button on your phone to just send this to your friend via text and go watch the video version as well on youtube.com slash keto camp. If you haven't left the show a rating and review yet on Apple Podcasts, please take 
about 30 seconds here to do so. It really helps the show grow and reach more people. A reminder to take a screenshot of this episode on Instagram to post. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi and at ketocampofficial. And Dr. Caitlin's is dr.caitlin.zazowski. We'll put a link for all of that in the notes of this podcast. If you haven't claimed my free best-selling book on fasting, head to fastingcheatsheet.com to get a free download where I answer the top 20 questions on fasting. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.